the podcast called Invest in You. Yeah. And we have maybe some people doing this online as well. A lot. And uh, people might have heard the name Mark right before. Yes, but which one? Which one? And <laughs> who are you? Tell us. So my name is Mark Wright, not the one from The Only Ways, Essex. Exactly. Um, you will have heard of me as Troy McClure from The Simpsons says, you'll heard of me from such shows as The Apprentice. Yeah, exactly. Um, speaking on stage around the world with people like Grant Cardone, Perfect. Kevin Green, um, these types of people. But my job is mainly working with Lord Sugar in the building that we're in here yep. as a digital marketing company called Climb Online. I'm also the owner and investor of five other companies ranging from PR, websites, uh, insurance, uh, we do it all. But uh, this is my certainly my main company, which I'm the managing director at. And we have a lot of fun. We have a lot yep, of fun certainly. here and we've got a lot going on. But thank you very much for having me today. Yeah, that's great. So uh, for the people online, uh, you might or might not know, but uh, Mark has got a big event coming up very soon. It's called Climb Call. We'll come back to that a bit later. And, and for those people listening in the future, 2020, 2022, you missed it. I'm sorry. It's happening in uh, London. Yeah. If you're listening in 2020 or 2022, we'll be up to ClimbCon 3. Exactly. You will, exactly. You will get to one of them. Don't worry. Right. Perfect. But uh, before we even go into like what you're up to at the moment, I will twist your arm and ask you to go back in history mm-hmm. and uh, figure out how did it become this... Uh, prolific and being miserable everywhere? Um, Well, I haven't always been this prolific in person. I've always been so prolific in my own head. Perfect. Uh, It's a good place to start. Yeah, I'm from Australia. Uh, as you can tell from my from my accent, and uh, I started in the outback in Australia, a place called Armadale, um, nice. and basically I went went lived from a small town uh, where my mum is a hairdresser, and my dad is a, car- a garage mechanic, cool. and. Um, I wanted to be a footballer growing up, uh, a soccer player, football, um, but I was not good enough to be professional, And but I didn't study well enough at school to get a good job. So I was left in a really bad position where I didn't have any school grades yep. and I wasn't good enough to be a professional athlete, but uh, I, wanted, I knew I wanted to be my own businessman. I just had a passion for... I've always never done well with authority. I don't like being told what to do. If someone says, do this, do this, do this, I'll do the opposite just to piss them off. Um, So I figured out pretty quickly a job wasn't going to work for me um, because I just wasn't good at it. I got a job as a waiter. I I can't read and write very well because I'm dyslexic. So I was writing the orders down. I would get to the till and I couldn't read my own handwriting. So every job I was trying wasn't working or I hated it. Uh, but I loved health and fitness, so I became a personal trainer. Perfect. That way I could run my own business. I had yep. no one telling me what to do, and I was doing something I loved. Yes. So the cog started ticking, working for myself, mm-hmm. doing something you love. Yes, it's working, it's working, it's working. The problem yep. with personal training is you can't make a lot of money. The money's yeah. bloody terrible. I know. <laughs> um, and I was training one of the richest men in Australia, and I said to him, how do I get rich? I want to be rich. And he well, said, son, don't be a personal trainer. And I was like, shit. <laughs> um, so he basically said, I said, how do you make money then? And he said, well, the money's in sales. If yep. you're a good salesman, you'll make yeah. a lot of money. So I was like, okay. So I went and sold personal training courses like I did. And one thing led to a next, and I learned digital marketing. I basically learned how to get websites to the top of Google and I took a business from $2,000 a month in sales to $240,000 a month. Which which year roughly? 
Uh, that's 2010. Yep. yep. Right? So I was like, okay, I've got to do this. This is the game. Uh, so I, I went backpacking around the world and I ended up in England, in London. Uh, and I was living in a hostel in, uh, called the White Ferry House in Victoria. And I was selling Google ads over the phone. When a friend said to me, would I like to try out for The Apprentice? All right. Didn't know what The Apprentice was. <laughs> um, so I went down to the tryouts with my friend Blake. Um, 75,000 people were there yep. for the tryouts yep. for The Apprentice. I'm giving you a lot here but in a no, quick no, no, summary. No, it's, it's perfect. 75,000 people at the tryouts for The Apprentice. I'd never seen anything like it. And uh, I kept going from 70,000 to 50,000, 20,000, 10,000, 1,000, 100, till I was on the show in the final 20. And I honestly had never seen the program. I didn't know who Lord Sugar was um, to being on his program. And uh, the first time I ever really saw him or the show was when I walked into the boardroom on day one in real life. And I think that experience was life-changing from the day i went into the boardroom to now my life's never been the same my businesses have just rocketed my profile rocketed we were speaking about that earlier um there's a lot to be said for the more attention you can get the more uh you know the quicker your business can grow that that show just rocketed my profile up um and so Lord Sugar and I, 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 I started with 20 contestants on The Apprentice in 2014. I won the show. Um, I became Lord Sugar's business partner. We opened Climb Online on the 5th of January, 2015. Yep. We're now the most successful business to be founded by an Apprentice winner. Excellent, uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's turnovers in excess of about 7 million now. Yep. Um, 45 employees here, uh, three offices in the UK. and. Um, it's going really well. It's been, look, nothing, as you know, in business is straight up like this. Oh, it's like this. Been some very challenging times, but a life-changing um, experience. And I would, I've never have guessed 10 years ago I'd be living in the UK. That yes. was not expected. But sometimes... Sounds almost like me. Yeah, yeah exactly. You, you never know. And I think you've got to have an instinct for when you get onto a good thing. To know yes. you're on a good thing yes. is really important. To know an opportunity is the right one and the wrong one. And I know this opportunity is the right one. And, you know, I've got an amazing company, amazing employees. I've learned a lot from Lord Sugar. And it's enabled me to buy five other companies. Yep. It's enabled me to speak on business success and wealth in around the world. Um, and it's been a fun... You've got to enjoy it. And I'm loving it right yeah. now. So that brings us to today where... You know, you know, unfortunately got to meet yourself and do stuff like this, but that's a bit of a brief summary. I was, you know, I was 21 when I came over here. Yep. I'm now 29. Yeah, I noticed. Uh, research. Yeah, I'm now 29. Awesome. I had no businesses when I came here. I've now got five. Yeah. Um, I had 170 pounds when I got here. Uh, I've now accumulated a lot more wealth yeah. than 173 pounds. And uh, I had one rucksack with two pairs of jeans and four shirts. Yep. And uh, It was sufficient apparently. It was sufficient back then. Now, it's a different game. So, I, wouldn't expe- I didn't expect any of this, but I always knew something like this was going to be happening. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it comes back to, like, if you're a good leader and a good recruiter, you start to spot the talent that you're looking for. Yep. So, I think Apprentice is a great example of that, where you very much can test people. In a very cheeky way, 
uh, before you buy, so to speak. So Definitely. I think uh, Lord Sugar's got such a great um, uh, concept because he gets to see. So think, I was one of seventy-five thousand. Yep. He's getting to see every year the top business ideas, the top business plans, the top business people. It's amazing. He and since you set the rules, you can break the rules. You can decide. No, this year we back three ideas. Yeah, he, you know, he, yeah. last year before last, he did two. Yeah, he see? might do none. Um, he might do three or four. Uh, in the year that Tom Pelleru won, I think it was two thousand and five. He invested in Tom and Susan Barr, yes. Tropic Skincare, which has now been an incredibly successful business. But I think that. Um, you know, what Lord Sugar's always told me and, and a lesson I've learned from him is you never invest in a business, you invest in a person. I agree. Uh, because a, a good person that works hard, that knows their business, their sector, has a good work ethic and is trustworthy, you can do business with. And you, you believe in them to know their sector. It's so, a, in, as an investor, your job is not to know the business, it's to know the person you're investing with. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, the, the late, well, all my latest investors have been into the, the person we talk about buying businesses or parts thereof, absolutely. Uh, the companies that you have acquired, is that like part of the group or are they standalone? Uh, some are part of the group. Um, most are standalone where I've angel invested or yeah. uh, taken shares in, in, in private companies, in startups and uh, look businesses looking to scale. Yes. Um, so there's Make More Noise, which is a PR company uh, in like Birmingham. Yeah. <laughs> so the name says what it is on the tin it's doing very well it's probably the most successful of my investments that's right. making websites better which yep. is a website company in in Watford yes. uh, I have a, uh, an insurance company called fleets insurance which does fleets insurance you'll notice with my businesses <laughs> they tell you what they do it's like it is a gym like yeah okay what do you do like uh, gyms yeah. yeah exactly but I'm more known for the stuff we do through climb online so climb online we have the climb Academy which is a level one, two, and three course in digital marketing. Yes. And we have the Climb Cloud, which is a piece of SaaS technology software, which helps agencies, digital advertising agencies, run their whole company off the software. Okay. And those projects are going really well. And that's why I wanted to put together ClimbCon, um, because I had been to so many events in this country which quite frankly I walked out and I'd paid you know in some instances I've paid a thousand or fifteen hundred pounds to go to an event yep. to sit there to get sold someone else's garbage yep. and I found myself walking out of sessions not believing in what they were saying or just not going for the second or third day yes and in Australia we have a saying don't get bitter get better so rather than complain that all the seminars I was going to, because I believe in self-development, being the best version of yourself, constantly improving yourself and the people around you, because you can always be better. Yes. And I want to learn from the best people. Don't, I never want to learn from someone that's not where I've been. I want to learn from Lord Sugar, okay. Richard Branson, Elon Musk, people that are really successful. Yep, yep. Um, so I, exactly. Yep. So I thought, why don't I go and make a... A, a deal, a seminar, where there's nothing being sold, okay. and only the top business people in the country speaking. Yep. yep. And all we're going to get is value, 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 because I've learned so much from Lord Sugar, and people always say, what do you talk about? What does he teach you? Can yes. you ask him this? And I thought, why don't I just bring him? And people can ask him, yeah, exactly. ask him their own questions, learn from all the stuff he's taught me. Um, so I've kind of done ClimbCon to talk about the academy that we have, 
you know, also as a byproduct, advertise how well Climb Online's doing because, yep. as you know, putting on one of these events is not cheap. No, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's hard work. Yeah, like, hard work. I'd like to give some some public praise also because I did attend uh, the latest conference where uh, you had uh, Gron Cardone as the main main speaker, and uh, I also brought Sean and my uh, youngest son there, and uh, my brother was also there, so we had a great time there. And Thank uh, you. Uh, even a, a second brother was there, so we're almost like a family gathering, <laughs> uh, enjoying uh, the show. And um, it's really good where you do an event where it's more focused on the, the people walking away, smarter, yep, not poorer, yep, <coughs> than yep. when they came. Uh, Jokes totally. aside, I mean we're both in, in, the, in the area of both selling services as well as education. Yep, fair enough, fair game. Uh, but it has to be a balance of content versus selling when you're going to a paid event. Yeah, and, and that balance in this country seems to have tipped too far the one way because I think the conference sector, they're spending so much money on getting keynote speakers there that yep. it's putting so much pressure on them to sell. Yes. And that pressure to sell is filtering down and they're charging people too much for the ticket price on the door and then they're selling to them 30 times a day. So people just feel like they're getting robbed. Um, because they're not getting intellectual value and they're spending all this money and I think it's quite unethical. Yeah. yeah. Um, so really excited for ClimbCon. Uh, yes. I, can't, I can't wait um, to do it and I can't, I, can't, I even started looking forward today to the next one. Yeah. Uh, I think I will take a couple of months off because the stress of putting on one of these events is insane. Yes. Uh, and I'm pretty good at handling pressure and stress, yep. but God damn, yep. this has been a, a whole nother level. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, the, the cost of these things is yep. just crazy. Like, one thing you'll learn from, from <laughs> oh, one thing you'll learn in business, don't listen to your accountant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Accountants will come in every time I buy something or do an event or go into my accountant goes, this doesn't do this. make sense. Do this. Yeah, the the numbers don't work. Yeah. And I always look for a bigger opportunity. Um, yes. You know, 10x that we did in the Intercontinental. Yes. That didn't make sense what we did there financially. But off the back of it, I signed up five of our biggest clients ever. Yes. in the company's history. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so you never know an opportunity, what an opportunity is until after the, the period of time. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm, yeah, it, at the moment, I'm really excited for what the next sort of six months bring because we're doing so much. Yeah. And I think pushing myself, I made a rule at the start of this year that I was gonna do more than I'd ever done in one year. I was going to yep. give more to charity than I'd ever given. I was going to run a marathon. Yes. I was going to do my biggest event. Uh, and I've nearly done it all in the first six months of the year, which is pretty cool. It's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good stock. Yeah. yeah. I, I did the same. I was looking back like, yeah, on track. Yeah. Um, but I, I like has to give you the, the, the mirror picture since you don't know too much about me either. It tells like, where do I come from? Very much like yourself, like yep. small town, countryside. Uh, and then from there, like, mm, what should I do? At the time when like conscript service. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you didn't need to do the the apprentice, but I, I you wanted to, or was curious at least. Uh, I knew I need to do the military service. Okay. Or you can go to prison, like mm, prison, do it. Uh, now I, I was I, I liked the military, I was curious about it, so I decided, okay, let's go for special forces. Wow. So in Sweden, the population means that every year is around a hundred thousand people being tested for okay. forces. Yeah. And after then, like. 2,000 are actually of, of the right quality to even be considered to, to have the highest 
whatever and then fitness to go with it. Wow. Uh, and then out of those 2,000, 1,000 is stupid enough to even apply for it. And out of those 1,000, it drills down to around 300 tested, physically and mentally and like grinding for two days, just like you were in, in, a, in a slightly different way. And out of them, like X amount of people pass through. So you might have uh, 60 to 70 actually joining and out of them, another like 40 kicked out for injuries or other reasons and then down to 20. Uh, and then out of them, they usually lost and they got different positions and out of them, same thing that I was as one of the top three with the highest mark in the base wow. to get. Uh, so I, I, the people I used to see as gods, as you might see or might not see Lord Sugar as a god, but actually eventually you can level with them and actually feel like now we can talk as peers, even if he knows way more, yeah. obviously. Uh, so I did join as an officer with the Special Force, which I had no intention or idea awesome, that we yeah. could do. It's the same as you, like to be a businessman in London, we're both businessmen in London, but none of us had any idea about this. I mean, you're from Australia, I'm from Sweden, we had no clue. Yeah. And we're finding our way, finding like mentors, like next, next, next. And I love the name of the company as well, like Bro and... and, and uh, it's cool, so, hey. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's an it's, awesome story. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just showing that you can come from virtually, let's call it nothing. No one comes from nothing, but it might feel like nothing at the time. Yeah. But it's just a mind that stops you. I agree. And I think if you look at successful people, they all have a bit of a similar um, course where actually a lot have military background because to be yeah. successful you need discipline. Thanks for, for, for sharing that word. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking the same. I was hoping you would say that. D discipline, <laughs> and I tell in my staff, uh, discipline is the key to success and yeah. focus. What the military teaches people is discipline and focus. Yes. And a lot of people that are really, Donald Trump, um, all of these guys have all been in the military. Yep. And uh, it's that ability to do things that you don't want to do consistently that where most people uh, give up or just don't do it because they're lazy. Yes. Where the military has taught you, you have to do it because yep. this is what you had to get to your goal. Exactly. And it's a re if you look at most successful people, they'll either have been um, top athletic people because that requires discipline or top military people. And, um, uh, you know, I was in the cadets, the army cadets right. and all yeah. of that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I, give, I hated it at the time. I absolutely hated it. To see hindsight, actually. And now some I've picked up some, <laughs> some of the most brilliant things of my life yeah. in it. And uh, I never wanted to do it. But now it's, you know, I look back because... One thing people don't like talking about in business is you need to be ruthless to be successful. Yeah. You have to. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, you, what I find is, is fear of decisions. Exactly. You can't have fears of decision if you're the, the manager or leader. It's ridiculous. Exactly. You need to be tough in decision making. You need to be able to make the hard calls, the ones that aren't popular, yep. and, and take responsibility. Now, people that have again, military backgrounds or, 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 or high-level sporting backgrounds can burden those calls. And I think that's where we it helps us in, in these yeah. situations. But uh, look, it's an interesting, there's a lot of crossover. And I yeah. find that with a lot of successful people. I start to think there's loads of us out there, but it's because we, we seek each other out. Yeah, may, maybe. I mean, you, you see the similarities and uh, you should not go for people who are similar of, of minds. You should go for the opposite. Yeah. But uh, for, for some reason, uh, yeah, uh, it, it attracts. So today we actually have a podcast coming up today 
uh, from Robert Kiyosaki, where we, not, he's not on the podcast, but we talk about his latest book. Okay. Uh, and he's talking a lot about his military experience and what that has helped him to do as well. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. I, you know, I know with Robert, he was in the military, I think he was in Vietnam. Yeah. And so um, he basically said that when you have to make a decision where someone lives and dies, yeah. and you come back and a decision in business doesn't mean anyone's life, how can you not be successful? Yeah, no, exactly, yeah. I, I had a completely awkward and strange uh, task was to get the other people to get back out to, into the field where we had lost four. Wow. And uh, basically to get them back out there, that was uh, uh, a hell of a task. And then also to Crazy. sometimes sending people to position. I would love to be the, the point man. Yeah. But now I've passed that level where I usually would do that. So it means that someone else I've trained, liked, uh, and, and loved and worked for many years with, they will go in first. And inside, on the other side of the door, is maybe a mine. I know for sure that the person there is a criminal who is using drugs and with weapons and explosives. And like, okay, good luck. And I hate, I was standing yesterday in the corner and like, Ah, and I've done the risk assessment that this is the best way to do this operation, and it's all on me. And it went perfect, clockwork, but wow. fuck, I would have blamed myself forever if, if they just went straight into a grenade or whatever. You don't know. Tough, tough calls. You don't know, and uh, it's the ability to make the tough calls and live with the consequences that uh, separates the people that find super success yep. um, to the ones that just go through life, I'd say, averagely. Because, yes. uh, yeah, I would say normally, but absolutely. Exactly normally. Absolutely. Because sometimes there is going to be some mind behind the door, and that's metaphorically speaking Correct. in business yep. as well. And it's the ability to then come back in and make the same decision again. Yes. Um, that will determine your success. Yeah, it's so easy to be fa- faced uh, in, in hardship. And, and terms oh, God damn. It's even hard for me. It's hard for you. Yeah. It, it, you've got to just think to yourself, I'm not normal. I'm not average. Yeah. Make get up and go again, even though today hasn't gone my way yeah, or that so, decision yeah. didn't work. Yeah. And uh, you've got to be tough. Toughness yeah. is really important. Yeah. It really yeah. is. So back to like uh, how you think about things. The podcast name is Invest in You. Yeah. What does it mean to you? Uh, this meaning's changing as I get older, as I get more wealthy, as I um, my beliefs change. As you get older, you know, yep. you get wiser. You do get wiser. Investing in me. Um, when I was younger, it was all about learning how to be successful in business. All I wanted was financial freedom and success in business. So investing in myself when I was younger was listening to loads of business podcasts, going to loads of business seminars, reading loads of books about business. Uh, That was what I found investing in myself. Now that has changed to uh, making sure I find time to go to the gym, making sure I find time to eat the right (laughs) foods. That's now what I call investing in myself because financial investing i know inside and out and i'm working like five deals today you know we're buying a property in wales um we've done a done a deal in doncaster i've got businesses all over the place the investing has changed the word still means the same to me but it's doing something that's important to me and making sure i find the time for it and that's what i think investing in you means to me Perfect. Thanks for sharing that. Love, lovely words, uh, <laughs> words of quality, and and uh, so yeah. Uh, that brings to the next question: like formal education or more of informal. If we call the informal more of like the seminar uh, shortcut, uh, one day, three day, 
yeah. mentorship things. How do you relate those? I know they also really, but go for it. Uh, so I look. I, I think um, I've got no degrees. Uh, I I don't believe in university education. Yeah. Uh, I believe if you want to be a doctor, go to university and be a doctor. If you want to be a yes. lawyer, go and read the law at university. Do not go to university if you don't know what you want to do. Do yeah. not go there if you want to be a business person. Yeah. Because they just keep you there and charge you fees for multiple years to make money. Yes. But where the best place you can learn about business is in a business yeah. and going and seeing business seminars and, and uh, listening to good podcasts yes. and good material. Because my theory with university of formal education on things like marketing and business is it changes too quickly. By yeah. the time you've finished your degree, uh, the, the, the game has moved on. So uh, it's really important, I think, to get practical knowledge, uh, practical experience, and keep up with seminars and books and podcasts. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe in both of them. They will have their own role. I have lots of formal education and even more of informal education. Mm -hmm. And I would love to get credit that informal education much, much more. So I had my really business breakthrough year around uh, 2013, 14, when I was working with my brother to do property uh, and in that year we, we, we pushed our boundaries uh, to more than double what we thought we could do which was still quite high targets and then doubling that now we're working on doubling the doubling wow. of the doubling and, and, and it kind of works if you put your head to it. What's uh, the property market like in Sweden? Uh, it's strong. It's it? People are afraid that there's a bubble Okay. Uh, but if you think about property really it's supply and demand yeah. and people still need a place to live. Uh, so Population's there's not really, really any reason for, for the price to go up. We didn't have the correction in the last financial crisis we had, so it just been slow as up, 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 uh, which is very interesting. And people will get afraid every single year. And right now, with the current international market, people are even more afraid. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I sell extremely few things, I hoard yeah. property Good. real estate. I, I love it. <laughs> Absolutely love real estate. I yep. think it's, it's such an it's a fascinating game. Yes. Um, the thing I love about it is it's very hard to be successful at real estate. You know, yep. we I went know. to an event on the weekend where there would have been fifteen hundred people saying they are real estate investors. They're not. About ten people in that room are real estate investors. Yep. And I love games where it takes a lot to be the top at it because I, I love I, I, I love competition. Say, me too. I love it. It was a competition. In the room, that wasn't a competition that brought me to get the results. Exactly. I was competing with myself mainly, but I was comparing and not comparing myself with the peers. And if I know that if this is the best ever someone's had before, we still, that training organization has trained more than 1,400 to that level. We're talking about the one year training, and we're still in, in the top 10 people ever. Uh, wow. So that means that we're very much like, the, yeah. The, there you go. The one percent of the one percent. So that's really awesome. Um, yeah. So yep. it, it shows that even today, while things are tough, it's tough for us as well. Yeah. But I can't imagine the shit that other people might must go through that have been trying to. Well, yeah. I, I don't know. It, it, it's it, tough. It's it. You know, it comes back to. Uh, risk taking. Yep. I'm sure to get where you have, you've taken a lot of risks and you've had to have a few sleepless nights and have yep. put a few chips down on the table. So many people are playing not to lose instead of playing for win to win. Yep. When you change Maybe your big. exactly, <laughs> you got to change your mindset yep. into thinking big, yes. risking big, 
And when you do that, you can become successful. The reason in most rooms people say they're a property investor and they own two properties, yeah. well, you're not really they're, a property they're, investor. They're, they're usually uh, in, in serious debt. Uh, serious debt, have, uh, mortgage. Separate conversation around how, how you might do even better property beyond the, this, this podcast. Uh, now everyone else like, what do you mean, what do you mean? Like, well, well that's obviously a secret. No, I'll share it with you later. What the kernel's secret how, recipe. How you really can uh, make a difference beyond the, the normal stuff. Awesome, man. Anyway, um, right, look at my notes here. Uh, I got the word dominate here. What does that mean? So, well, that sums me up, really. <laughs> um, as we're just talking about competition in the property market, all the games I'm in are fiercely competitive. There's over 3,020 digital marketing companies registered in the UK. Over 3,000. People always say to me, why are you in a sector that's so heavily com competitive? I don't yes. think about that. I dominate this sector. Yep. And I dominate it by having the best branding. You'll very rarely see me yep. without clothing that says Climb Online on yep. it. Uh, I have good marketing. I'm passionate about what I do and we have a great product. Perfect. When you do that, you can dominate what you can do. Um, and when you dominate what you do, it's the best feeling. When you are known to be synonymous with a sector, yep. you know, when you think of Jeff, Jeff Bezos, you think of Amazon. Yes. Uh, when you think of Steve Jobs, you think of Apple computers. Uh, and I'm becoming synonymous with digital advertising in the UK. and. I think that's pretty cool. I think you know my. Um, I think that's really cool, and I think it's you've got to aim to dominate. Yes. Never aim to compete. Aim to dominate, and uh, I make no apologies for wanting to do that. Uh, I, I think uh, in your space and many other spaces, that is is very tempting to have a so-called uh, and I've been cheap because of listening to another podcast from the other year with you. Uh, don't. Uh, like the word of lifestyle business. Ah, uh, hey, year ago. pisses <laughs> me off. I meet people. Oh my God, you've done your research. Yeah, uh, no, no, I love about you that we're not talking about you. But absolutely. I, I hate people. Oh, I can't even, uh, makes me so angry. People say to me sometimes, I have a lifestyle business. Yeah. God damn. Well, we shouldn't be hanging out. Yeah. If you're going to talk to me about a, a business is, that's a disrespectful on the business. To right. just look after your right. lifestyle. Yeah, 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 you yeah. have a duty to look after your employees' yes. lifestyles, your customers' lifestyles, yep. and serve as many people as possible. Yes. Now, if you're just making a business to help you, you're a, you're a, you're a disgrace because Eagle. you're selfish. Yep. Yep. You're selfish and your business isn't that good because you're only choosing to serve yourself. And people are like, wow. Um, but this isn't a lifestyle business. I know that, I know that by, the, by the numbers. Uh, have you come across a guy called Daniel Priswick? Yes, yes. yes. Right. Another so, a fellow Australian. Yeah, absolutely. Key person of influence. Dan Pan. Yeah. Um, are you familiar with his lifestyle performance business graph? Uh, not really. It really doesn't matter. So uh, he's talking about that's a big difference between going from in terms of size, like having that six, 12 people team yeah. to really hitting like a big mark, which in, in his just example is like 75 people, yeah. uh, which means you're pretty much now smashing 10 million valuation plus. Uh, most people are not prepared to go that distance. I've been helping lots of companies to do that distance and guess what uh, they've been looking for. And this is one of your key things with your business. It's not a trick question. What do they need to do that massive leap? Marketing. Yeah, sales. I don't say sales, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. You love working, yeah. I love sales. It's, it's a good combo. <laughs> the, the, the thing that, you know, I've made multiple videos yes. about this is 
people always say to me, I want to get to 10 million in sales or 100 million in sales. It's actually not that hard. You're just not prepared to spend enough money on marketing and get a big enough sales team. You want to do it with one man in sales and a 500 pound a month marketing budget and you wonder why you turn over a million pound a year. That's why. I know, I know. And, yeah. and when you say to people, okay, cool, well, if we, what you're doing is getting you a million pound a year, you need to just do 10 times more. They're like, well, but what if it doesn't work? Yes. Well, what if it does? Yes. What if it does work? Exactly. I mean, I mean we, we've both got role models in terms of people that are really out there smashing it. And the common denominators, like, like they are all spending more on marketing than both, both of us. Exactly. Uh, they, they put me <laughs> to shame. Um, <laughs> and I spend a lot. Like... Um, I spend extremely little. It's, it's really, really stupid. Uh, I spend, waste my time and stuff okay, to get go. really good sales. But at the moment, I got a very small team and it, it works. I got a very strange uh, uh, sales funnel. I got like free, 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 nothing, 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 like 8K, 10K, 100, 200K. I got like a huge gap between almost like from nothing to 10K ish. Interesting. Uh, it works. But it means I need to do more work. Um, it's not as much as the best way because it, it means I'm still needed. And also, especially if it's you that's I needed. Know, exactly, yeah. You know, I, I've built a business now where I can be sitting here with you exactly, yeah. and I'm still making money because it's, I've got it's such the same, a big same team. for me as because of the nature of the industry. So the businesses are working on their own, properties also working on their own. But in terms of like doing the next like quantum leap, yeah. the new idea and action that it means uh, I'll do another idea, another team. So I've got two massive ideas at the moment, and we'll talk about them here now. Uh, but both of them require new teams, new boards, and eventually make myself redundant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, different ways, similar story, how to grow. Yeah. Yeah. I, look, this is it. Comes back to when I was a personal trainer. When you're trading money for time, yes. you can never be successful because you can only be in one place at one time. And, you know, I've got a lot of respect. You know, when I was, I got this from watching my mum as a hairdresser. She could only cut one person's hair at yes. a time. And when you were cutting one person's hair and taking one person's money, you can't cut enough hair. Yeah, I know. You I know, need yeah. teams of people going out and doing teams of work to make proper money and to have a sustainable yes. business. And that was a lesson I learned really early on. And a lot of the times and systems I'm working on here is making myself redundant yes, on exactly. purpose. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. if, if I get hit by the number six bus tomorrow, or decide to go and buy five other companies and work on those, this still needs to perform. Indeed. And um, that's the most important thing. You should always be thinking, how can I get myself out of this business and still keep it as profitable and continue to grow? Yeah, yeah. Uh, now I'll put you on pressure a bit. Are you okay with that? Let's do it. A bit more than a year ago, you mentioned a book. So did I. I was looking around trying to find a book. Do you have a book out there yet? Or is a book coming out? It's, it's in writing at the moment. So I've got same, an e-book. Right, I've good. got an e-book out there. So this year I've challenged myself to do a webinar, good. which is done. Yep. I've never done a webinar, which I finally did. And yes. I loved it. Uh, anyone out there, if you haven't done a webinar, do one. Because yeah. it really proves to everyone, and particularly yourself, that you're an expert in what you do. I did a webinar on digital marketing, yes. had over a thousand people sign up, it was excellent, it was awesome. I did it for free, I just put it out there, it was awesome. I'm doing an ebook out there again on digital marketing and I've got a, um, a book coming out called The Millionaire Backpacker, yep. um, which is cool. Like uh, yeah, yeah, so that one's, that, that's in, it's, we're self-publishing that, that's coming out at the moment. Um, 
it's it, it's pretty much done but because of ClimbCon, everything's kind of been sat on yeah, the back yeah. burner but and as you know with the book fuck yeah they're no, a lot I, of work I as well probably in the next two or three days i will do the final sign off of the first just to become a bestseller i've got four books right now one is at publishing stage one is written uh need to be edited the the, the next one needs to be added to and the last one i have started mentally there you the go. other day so yeah it's, it's a process they, they are a process but you know i've done a lot of things i knew i should yes. have done a book a long time ago yeah, same. but i just avoid it because it's so much work i remember my former boss uh bless him uh, i one time came to him and said i like to go part-time at the time i was, was a senior partner in a consulting firm and guess what he said why uh, except, no, he, just, he actually said no. Oh. <laughs> uh, and then I said, I really like to go part time because my family's moved to Sweden yeah. and I like to still have a life. Was that here in the UK? It was here. It was here. And, uh, and he thought I'd value money more than family. Okay. That was wrong. Uh, so I, then I said, uh, then I quit. And I had prepared my. I really didn't want to resign, but I, I, I left pretty much on the day. Wow. Uh, it was too early to leave, but. Effort. Uh, yeah, yeah, I went yeah. full time into property at that time. Okay. Uh, that was my 40th birthday present to myself, and uh, I have not regretted it one single day. Wow, well, there you go. So, yeah, it's tough sometimes you have to leave what you have too early. Yeah. And I act on that decision. Well, um, you've got to. Some people, uh, for everyone out there and everyone who listens to this or watches this, yeah. has a business idea. They've got an idea or they're working on something and it hasn't quite taken off just yet. Right, so we've got two. Uh, hi, Pontus in Sweden and hi, Susanna. Hiya. Um, <laughs> and uh, look, the key thing is you've got to start. Yeah. A lot of people, you know, quitting your job unexpectedly forced yeah. you to do something. Yeah, exactly. When yeah. you have a full-time job and you have that safety net, you actually never write a book. You never get your business going because you get home from work and you're knackered. You're tired. You're not giving things your full attention. Um, If you want to be successful in your own business, you need to quit whatever you... Most of the people I mentor where their businesses aren't working, the key factor is they're still in another job. So they're coming home and trying to work on their business and they're fucked. They're shattered. You need to quit and give it a proper go. Then if it doesn't work, at least you've given it a go. But don't tell me you've tried to start a business if you're working a full-time yeah, job yeah, on the yeah. side. Uh, I'd like to, uh, to share a mathematical example with you without tell going me. into the details. Yep. So you said you, you uh, like the gym. Have you been to the gym today? I'm going at 4 o'clock. Right. I have a PT at 4 on Mondays. You're doing better than me. Perfect. Well done. So what was my point here? Where was I going with this? Time. Yes. So you mentioned discipline and time before. I tried... No, I used focus as a keyword that you mentioned. Uh, I try to have half of my life working, the other half not working. Okay. So it means that while I'm here, I try to be very disciplined. It's very much business 24-7. Yes, very much like you. Yep. Welcome to the club. But the other half, I try to do as little as possible. Okay. So half of my time, I try to not work. Okay. So it means most people are swapping Five days for two days of freedom. Okay. Uh, you know, a normal entrepreneur is just doing seven days of work usually all the time. But I try to force myself to do three and a half days of really hard work 
and not work the other half. Okay. Which means I need to be really good delegating, or I need to allow some things to slip. And now I can do more than twice as much than I do, but I'm holding myself back also to live. Okay. That's just food for thought. So I mean, so that, that extra one and a half day a week compared to the normal five days gives you 10 to 20 years of quality time. Okay, got it. So now push, grind, do whatever you need to do, but later consider how many days of the week would I actually like to have for other stuff. The problem is both of us, we really enjoy what we do. I don't see That's my it. stuff as work. That's what I was literally about to say is... Yeah, I know, it's hard. <laughs> if you asked me how many days a week do I work, yep. I don't really have an answer for that matter. question. No, because everyone always says to me, how many hours did you do today? Um, and the reason why, so you just asked me if I'm going to the gym today, yep. and on Mondays I go at four o'clock. The reason I go at four o'clock is I'm, I start at six in the morning, I start work at six, yes. I work till four, I take an hour for the gym, and then I work till 11 yep. at nine. Yep. If well, I don't go- That gives you results. Exactly. Yep. If I don't go at four, I never go. Yeah. Because I'll work till 11 and I eat garbage. Yeah. Because I work on Monday, Tuesday, I generally work really late. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's important. And I, re I should even try and do it earlier, but you've got to just stop and go. Because okay. otherwise it doesn't happen. Well, you can't, no one else can do it for you. You exactly. can't delegate your own. No, you can't need <laughs> your own health and fitness. You can't outsource. That's the only thing no one no, else can go no, and do for me. So certainly. I have to go and do it. And it's one area of my life I neglected. Uh, for yes. the last two years, uh, I really the business always comes first. And the first year I started this company, my body was in the gym, but my mind wasn't there. And health and fitness is somewhere you've got to be there with it. Yeah. Uh, but to come back to your lifestyle point, I really don't know how much I work. I can't give you an honest answer. And the cool thing, that doesn't really matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter at all. As long as you, you're happy and, and uh, the team is happy as well, happy days. Yeah, I, I have my, my dream house, I have my dream car, I have my yes. dream business. And it all comes from here, from working hard. And uh, some days, I like everyone else, I have really bad days. Yeah, yeah. And then I go and sit in my car or I see my house and I remember, well, this is why I did it. This is why I do it. And it's those, those small moments, even when you're, st I don't know what kind of car you've got, but uh, you're starting the engine, makes you happy. Yeah. Maybe. But, and people always say to <laughs> me, oh, money doesn't <laughs> buy <laughs> happiness. Yeah. I've never heard Lord Sugar say that. <laughs> um, look, there's a lot more things. I think success is being happy within yourself. Yes. I honestly believe that being happy within yourself uh, is success. Yes. Uh, I believe that making money gives you freedom, a freedom that you can't necessarily have um, without it. Um, but doing things that, uh, like uh, we did the ClimbCon prep meeting this morning, seeing an idea that was in here, yep. feeling the tickets and yes. seeing the uniforms for the star and the videos that are gonna be on the screen, I was like, that was in four months ago, yep. this didn't exist. It was an idea in my head and now it's done. It's just about to happen in two weeks time. Yeah. And that's the coolest thing about business is you can have an idea that's in no one else's head, yes. be in the shower one day and it pops in and then you're in it and you're like, holy shit. When I walk out on that floor and see 50 people, yeah. you're like, these are all my employees in yeah. my business and I still have those moments where you pinch yourself. I know what you mean, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, and you got the classification for the office as well, Thank you. And, but this is, I started in my bedroom when yeah. my first office I had a desk from Ikea for a hundred pounds. 
computer and I have to get up. My bed was there, the desk was here, it was this close. Yes. And I used to put a shirt on so I could still feel like I was working. Great. So to take it serious. So I started on my own next to my bed with a, with a computer and now there's 50 people out there. Yeah. And just to have that, I hope everyone does that in their life because um, when you work hard and see the results, it's it's an incredible feeling. Yeah, and I I miss the times from military where you can basically talk and motivate 10, 50, 100. Or when I left, I was at the stage where I pretty much asked 5,000 to do something. Wow. And the the motion started. uh, And that's it's mind-blowing yeah uh, oh yeah fantastic to come to to that stage in business as well it's like when i walked out at the the 10x event that you yourself and yes. your family you mentioned i didn't know how many people were there on the first day and i walked out they announced me and i walked out and there's 1650 yeah. people there as far yeah. as i could yeah. see is people yeah in london um to, to work uh to talk and you're like they're here to watch me speak you know and that's a pretty cool feeling, you know. I love the, the entrepreneur rock star life. That's me. I love to be on stage and, and I love helping and sharing with other people. So I, I feel you. Yeah, it was, it, it was like, it was quite addictive. Yes. You I get know, on the stage and you sing all these people. And when you, t- for me, talking about business is like porn. Yeah. It, it's what I just, I absolutely love it. And I know what I'm talking about and it's my passion. Yeah, exactly. So. Uh, and sharing it with 1600 people who want yes. to help themselves and do business it was fueling me up and I'm I giving know. them my energy yeah. they're giving me theirs and I was like high on life after that and um, it, that's really what drove me to, to, to put on yeah. this no, I was very happy to be uh, I'm proud to be on, on stage where Grant was just before that so yeah. so on the Expert Empires before that I was speaking on stage and right. I love to share the same audience as they didn't come for me, they came for him. I'm okay, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Uh, but it's still uh, awesome. And uh, That's how it starts though, you've got I to was, share I it. I said to, to Matt uh, Saltis that, uh, no, I'm not coming Come, coming to the conference. If, if I'm on stage, I'm coming, otherwise I'm not coming. And right now, I almost like tease me to come anyway. Uh, but no, I'm not on stage. Unfortunately, it's just uh, embarrassing. Oh, well, you will be, you, you will do something as yeah, soon we as will, well. And, and, you know, it's, um, you know, I think that everyone watching this and listening yes. should aim to speak on a stage I think um, so as well. because it is a it really demonstrates like a podcast like writing a book like doing the webinar yes. that you're an expert in your field that you know what you're talking about but personal speaking and public speaking skills are very important in, in sales in marketing and in, in being a good manager in your in your business as well yes. um, I um I think it's one of the best things I've ever learned to do. Yeah, all right. So let, let's let's give uh, the event which is coming up quite soon uh, a couple of minutes to explain what's what what's it all about. Yep. Why did you pick those things? And uh, I, I of course got the, the show notes here. So I've got ten reasons here why you need to to attend the climb call. So well, what, I, what, what would you say yourself? So why I would people people come to that kind of event? I would say I've assembled the top seven people in the UK. Um, That's why I'm not on stage. Not in personal... You make a good no, point. Not, no, thank you. Please the, 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 no, no, it's fine. The people I've got have all running businesses over yes. 150 million turnover. Yep. Huge turnover businesses, yep. huge profits, lots of stuff. Yes. They've been there and done that. 
Lord Sugar's a billionaire, Piers Morgan's a multi-millionaire, yep. everyone else is over 100 million yep. speaking. I wanted people to see what real players, what, like what, what real, real money is doing. And uh, they're going to be teaching people that have businesses between 1 million and 10 million. So yep. a very, t- very specific audience. Yep. So not to 10 million businesses, yep. how to take you from where you are to 100 million. So the whole ethos of my seminar is how do I get from, say I've got a business turning over 1.5 million and I want to take it to 100 million. How the fuck do I do that? This is going to be showing you how to to do marketing at that level, how to conduct a sales team, how to motivate and hire and find the right people, how to manage them, how to measure them. Yep. I'm I'm in with you. I think no one's doing that. And when, when my people leave, when the audience leave, on the Monday, they will have the tools. They don't got to buy them. I'm giving them them for the ticket price. Yep. They're going to have the tools to go and run their business at the next level up. And I just wanted to do that. One, to see if we could do it. Yes. Two, to give something back to the people that follow us. Um, and it's going to be enjoyable and it's going to be fun. And I think that if you enjoy The Apprentice, yep. if you enjoy Piers Morgan and Lord Sugars attacking each other online, <laughs> yeah, if you enjoy the 10x sort of lifestyle, yes. you're going to love this. You're going to absolutely love it. And uh, I'm really excited to, to, to even be part of it, let alone be the guy organizing it. That's so, super cool. Right, so there will be a link in the show notes. We'll also put one link here also on Facebook, how you easily can get hold of those. Uh, still, still, there are some tickets. We've got about 35 left, I heard yeah. this morning. Yeah. So uh, we, you want to go and get them. I think VIP sold out, gold yeah. tickets are sold out. We have uh, a standard uh, VIP, a standard category. Yes. And I think there's 35 tickets left in that. Yeah. So Maybe too late, but nevertheless, check it out. Yeah. Mate, yeah, 500 of us, business owners yes. in a room. It's going to be even just the networking experience is going to be great. Um, but, you know, one relationship at one of these, we met through yeah. one of these deals. Yeah, exactly. I met Joseph, I met Matt Salters, yeah. I met Grant Cardone. Yeah. Every time I go to one of these, I meet someone that uh, helps my business. Yeah. Actually, it's funny you said that. So, Joseph, one reason why we bumped into each other was actually expert employees. So I was about to do a portrait with Cordell, which I didn't pull the trigger on. I got the paper signed still, uh, and he wanted to tag along uh, on my side. So yeah, there you go. So yes, small word. Uh, keyword before we jump into your future: the word partners. That can be both hard and make your life easier. How do you relate to partners? For me, it's I would never be where I am without partners. When you say in that business. Yes, I'm referring to business. It can be on the individual level, also partnering up with between companies. I think it's essential. Like JVs in a way. I think it's essential. Um, I was speaking on a video I did on Instagram last night. The number one thing I think holds a lot of businesses back yep. is lack of partners, yes. the right partners. People trying to do everything themselves. It's bearing in mind it's picking the right partners in the right businesses or the right JV. But I think they're essential. Again, it comes back to investing, teaming up with someone who's an expert and you bringing business knowledge or the financing. Everyone in a partnership needs to bring something different, not the same thing. You're no good bringing the same thing, you need to bring different things. But I think the more uh, suitable partners you can bring into any engagement, the faster it can scale. Um, And uh, you know, 
all the deals I'm in are JV deals or partner deals. And uh, when I first started, I wanted to do it all 100% on my own, but you realize you yes. can't. <laughs> yeah, and I, I tried, tried the, the whole range Bouncing back and forth again, yeah. Yeah, you know, and that's how we meet through here, through yes. a, a JV or a partnership deal or through connections. I think it's really important. Uh, and it comes back to, I only believe in a very certain style of networking and a very certain style of net, um, uh, partnerships, yes. the right ones. Yep. No good going to breakfast, B&I breakfast and meeting all these fucking losers that have small businesses. That's a waste of time. Yeah. Going and sitting on a VIP table at a business seminar where you know everyone else is a player at the yeah, deal, exactly. they're the right can network. I, can I do, I'll sit on the, bo- the boss table. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't want to go and sit in the, in the, in the yeah, shit, you know. <laughs> I, the, one of the best things I ever did is when you start going to the right places, you meet the right yeah, per- the people. And people would say, I tried networking, I went to a breakfast, a free breakfast, and I didn't meet anyone good. Well, who the fuck's gonna be at that? <laughs> you need to be in the yeah, big the, deal. The people who will try to sell. Yeah, the other people who sell. are doing free there's, shit. There's no buyers. He, exactly, yeah. so you've gotta be in the right deals, and uh, partnering is, is very important. Yeah, I don't think that anyone listening to this doesn't want to grow, and I think pretty much everyone, especially myself, uh, can actually grow still on, online in different shapes and forms and to systemize that. Yep. So make myself even more redundant. So there's absolutely a need to check out the company as such that you're working with. But what's next for you? Well, for me, we are... We're you're, fl- you're flying with this one. Yeah. This is growing. Yeah. I know that you're getting more and more into... Because you're producing cash, you're turning cash into other assets, for example, in real estate. Yep. What's next? So the, the main, uh, I've just started a, an investment company where yep. people can invest money with me to come on my ventures. Great. Because obviously I get a lot of people come to me and say, I'd love to be involved as a partner yes. in something you're doing. So I thought, fuck it, I'll create a proper entity where people can come on in with me on deals. Because yep. um, I hear things from Lord Sugar, Makes I do sense. all of this stuff. So that's, I'm really I'm passionate about that. And we're just about to complete a rebrand here. So we're gonna go for a higher caliber agency feel Um, we're gonna uh, start approaching bigger um, fortune 500 company Um, so we're rebranding we're moving again uh, because we're out of room here so we're gonna double in size here uh, and we're gonna start to look at opening offices abroad so we've kind of done where we wanted to be in the UK now it's time to go abroad Uh, but I want to triple the amount of properties I have I want to triple the amount of investments I have but it comes back to maintaining what we're doing and continue to grow, but just challenging yourself. Yes. Like, I never thought I could do a marathon. I never thought I could put on a conference. I never thought I could do a webinar. I've done it all in the last two months. Yep. You, If you really push yourself, you'd be so surprised what you can do. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, th- th- this has been fantastic. Uh, so what is the, the web links, number one, for your company? Yeah, so Climb Online. So if you go to climb-online.co.uk, you'll see what we're doing as an agent. And if you go to climbcon.com, you can be one of the lucky people to get 35, uh, one of the 35 tickets that's left. I'd love everyone to be there. I want to do business with everyone that's at Climbcon. Yeah, so it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on on board. And it feels like I know you so much better. I mean, I'm, I'm... 
yeah, I see so many links. I will keep chatting off. Well, thank you very we'll much for having me on. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, and and we'll, you'll be on my stage soon, and hopefully when you have an event, because yeah, well, you better do one, yeah, grow some balls, put your event on, and let me on your stage, and, then, and that's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> right, I will do a proper happy Thank you very much for having me. It's like, right, you're yes. an awesome dude. So, uh, four people who are online. All right, take care, guys. We are tuning off.